Welcome, uh, everyone. So today we have a very special and a dear friend of mine joining us for, uh, as a coach. Uh, she's an NLP coach and uh, she also works with a bank, Standard Charter Bank, as an AVP. So without further much of a delay, welcome, Stuti Khosh. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for giving your time today. Thank you so much, Swarn, uh, for inviting me to this show of yours. And uh, I'm very happy to be here and spending time with you and talking to you and your audience. So thank, thank you for you. this opportunity. Wonderful. Thank you so much. So I think uh, NLP is something very new and I think uh, it is there, but I am not at all aware of. And uh, maybe we can start with that. What exactly is NLP and, uh, you know, what is what exactly interested you to begin with as an NLP coach? Sure. Uh, NLP and uh, many IT people will get confused with as uh, natural language processing, which is used in machine learning, etc. But here, NLP is neuro-linguistic programming. It is the language of the brain, the way we understand things, the way we make connection. And I have drawn towards NLP uh, in 2019 mm. when I was looking to advance uh, my uh, coaching uh, capabilities and coaching skills and use some techniques and learn about it. And I have um, browsed through and understood a lot many school of thoughts um, which is result-based, brain-based, and emotional intelligence, and on these types of coaching. Mm. But to me, um, what resonated uh, very well is NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. So I'm a highly yeah. analytical person at the same time, but I was really intrigued by uh, the techniques uh, which NLP provides and the way it refines and challenges the way we think, the way we make our connection and mm. rewiring our thoughts and uh, emotions uh, to maximize our uh, potential, to maximize the success, maximize the efficiency of uh, the way uh, we work and to achieve success. So mm. uh, that is the path I chosen. It's resonated very well with me um, and I mm. love it. And since 2019, I am utilizing NLP techniques and the methods of NLP to, uh, with my lots of clients to mm. uh, help them uh, achieve help yeah. them break through their deadlocks. Wonderful. So, I mean, uh, you coming from a bank sector, you are working as a, a bank, uh, you know, completely a bank person. And NLP is something related to more of coaching, I think, uh, what I understand. So, how uh, this, uh, they merged, I mean, how these interests merged, I would love to know that. Sure. Thank you. So, uh, just a little bit about myself. So I am, uh, I have 20 years plus experience into corporate industry. I am an HR professional and uh, I started coaching uh, back in 2009 through mm. a Gallup Strength Finder coaching. So mm. that was my first introduction to coaching uh, when I went through the Strength Finder and I got coached. And that was the turning point of my life, uh, which changed my perspective, the way I work, the way I uh, handle my life. Uh, and that is the starting point for me that I wanted to help uh, others in my organizations or in my friend circle or generally in people to focusing on the strengths. So that became my starting point. And I always had... Uh, team to handle and mm. uh, the feedback and I always loved nurturing people developing people helping them become best version of themselves uh, and and the kind of feedback I have got and the kind of uh, 
acknowledgements I have received from my teammates and the people I have worked with and even my own supervisors, I think that just uh, helped me to understand that I am a natural people developer. And that was the path for me to choose how can I help more and more people uh, be their best. Uh, mm. So I am not competitive. And that is one of the key factor that I always find my own success in the success of others. Wow. Wow. That's actually very profound. I think not everyone relates to it. And uh, with the kind of a peer pressure, with the kind of uh, world we are in, we are always on our toes. And uh, I would uh, I would like to emphasize that maybe we'll come on that later on. But uh, I would like to uh, understand that why after 20 years, you know, like, uh, what was it like uh, something already there that a planning that after 20 years, I'm going to take it up? Or is it something you now you felt? No, I'm done with corporate world. Let me see what else. I think my journey uh, into transitioning is not different than many people. Uh, so initial ages of our career, we just uh, run around and make life for ourselves, uh, paying bills, uh, earning wealth, experience, and uh, building our career to a certain extent. And that is such a race that we don't have time most of the time in ourselves to say, what is it that makes us happy? What is it that we want to base our life on? And have I encountered or am I doing something which I want to do every day of my life? Yeah. And are you into that role? Are you doing that kind of job or are you doing that thing? You, it's an easy test. How do you feel about your Monday? Mm. Yeah. If, if you are excited about Monday on Sunday, like the day we are recording today, <laughs> you are really excited about Monday to come. Yeah. That role, that is the job, that is the passion which is there in you. Uh, that's making you energize and looking forward for that Monday. Yeah. Most of the people would say, oh my God, <laughs> tomorrow is Monday. Monday. Yeah. That's the point where you need to reflect on that. Why am I not following my passion? Why am I not doing what I'm good at? Is the work which I'm doing is energizing me or draining me? Yeah. That is yeah. what determines uh, uh, what you really like doing. If you are into your ideal role or not, it may mm. not be 100% all the time, but if you get 80%, 90% out of it, it, it is still yeah there. it's still working. and me <laughs> and me having experienced what is that dream job and dream role uh, since 2008 um, I feel really passionate about and so uh, but life also changes so I managed to reach stabilize my life then after being a mother uh, it changed quite a lot so my daughter mm. is now four and a half years old so yeah. I, I think this thought came in two years ago, it's like, okay, how long I am going to continue with my nine to six, which is never nine to six. It's almost yes. 12, 14 hours every day. Yes. How long I'm going to keep it and with different priorities being part of a nuclear family. And I was trying to find myself, where is my passion? What is it that I will like to do for the rest of my life where I'm adding value, getting paid and able to balance my work life. And I'm a kind of person which is like, win-win. I want everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not All a, of it I'm no compromise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a no compromise kind of person. But, mm. but then um, trying to see where do I balance? Where do mm. I, what is my, that right balance to find? Yeah. And in the long term, that's the thing which I've, come to realize that what I am finding out what I'm naturally good at mm -hmm. what is it that creates value for me and for others yeah. yeah and what is it that gives me financial balance uh keeps me energized still creating value and I'm able to balance my life uh, wow. work life personal life etc yeah and that's where I found coaching uh, mm. not by myself, I would say. I also had help from my mm. own coach. 
yeah. and own coaches who uh, kind of helped me through this journey to determine what is it that i want to be so mm. um it worked for me uh, and i'm a real example yes coaching works <laughs> yeah of course of course so that's yeah. why uh, i am here and that's my long term plan for rest of my life as well that eventually moving away from the corporate jobs or full time jobs but uh, working where i create uh, most value for myself and others yeah absolutely wonderful so uh, to begin with i would like to uh, understand since we just uh, touched a little bit on nlp part and uh, you did mention it is not related to ai which is usually confused uh, and merged with that ai based so um, how exactly nlp can help a person to take a decision in their life i mean uh, because there are so many things right now going on that how do you decide that this is actually the right thing to do you know how much you feel there is a connection to that it's a it's a great question swarn and uh, the answer could be as long as that we can record five episodes on that or but <laughs> i will try to uh, squeeze it and give a shorter version of that so sure. since the time we are born uh, through our own experiences in life and through what we have gone through we have learned and observed we create our perceptions and mm. those become the filters so mm. any event or any interaction which happens um it in it it triggers certain emotions or certain memories in our mind while mm. we keep making the new ones yeah. and that kinds of uh, creates our personality yeah and as the time changes uh, mm. sometimes it is true and sometimes it is not so yeah. my personal experience and people say uh, the gut feeling what is that gut feeling so how do you define that gut feeling so gut feeling is a collection of all your uh, experiences and memories in terms of what you have heard what you have seen and what you felt it's a combination of that with a very complex computing that mm. similar or certain things happen mm. in your stomach something will say i have this gut feeling even if you have like balance sheet or something they say these yeah. are the pros and the cons yeah. and you are not able to decide but then somebody will ask what your gut says yeah so gut is that experience which is hard to define Mm. so as we go through in our life there are certain beliefs there are certain memories which we have which obstruct us from mm. experiencing new thing or mm. if something negative happened to mm. break through that memory and mm. move forward Mm. it's it's just a very simple example so through mm. nlp and meta programming mm. we challenge our own thoughts beliefs and validate is it true in this context is it helping us to advance and succeed or is it restricting us mm. and nlp has vast techniques that you don't have to wait for months of therapy and years to practice to really break free yeah it is just that one sitting it is just that one technique of 5 minutes that mm. can help you break free from that wow. so that's the thing i really liked and it's worldwide known that nlp is famous for bringing instant uh changes or instant wow. making instant impact mm, mm, mm. and during my training uh, and the certifications i was doing uh, i have experienced myself i am claustrophobic mm. badly i even like really i i don't feel comfortable in very small elevators or even um, those uh, ball pit area and the kids uh, play mm-hmm. area where yeah. you really need to go through different obstacles and passages and all that and i'm i'm like uh, low heighted ceiling i really feel that mm. and then the techniques even what we were learning that was like that was my real fear and i said mm. if i'm able to overcome that i 
that I would know that this works. So how yeah. to evaluate or validate that if NLP works. And when I've gone through that process, in the mm-hmm. first instant itself, that going through this, and it was not by the professional, it was like among a small group, we were learning and practicing on each other. Mm-hmm. 80 to 90% of me being claustrophobic, that fear is gone. Wow. Wow, so that's excellent! That had amazing power. So, and did you that, uh, did you test it, or you felt yes. it? You tested yes, it. Yes, of course, of course, I test. And in in that uh, in that um, facility where we are having this, we really had this very small ceiling basement. We went, and I even put my head under a washing machine. <laughs> Obviously, it was not working, but then yeah, just put a head, and when you were feeling. Yeah. Uh, to really see the difference and then I went uh, to this play area with my daughter mm. and my my anxiety level was way 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 low than what I used to have emotion which really mm. NLP uh, can cure or you feel that has really worked uh, mm. for most of the people is there a particular emotion it really triggers or you know uh, kind of uh, helps you in getting rid of because you know like the kind of environment right now we are in anger or able to forgive anyone is a lot of challenge and I think uh, we are in that world that forgiveness uh, you tend to forget or you want to forget but you can't so I think uh, I would like to know about that how do you say on that most of the things has been uh, frustrating and and the mental and emotional well-being became such a center of organizations and people and this one year has been a really testing time on our own mental strength Yes, that was the real test of how mentally strong we are, and mm. the small, small things it triggered the outburst or depression or uh, difficulty in managing emotions. Yeah, NLP in general can work in managing any of your instances and emotions so they don't have a checklist like okay if this is the emotion then it will work if that is the emotion it won't work etc etc so it can work in all the circumstances I'll give you one of the example Um, Hmm. so uh, considering the pandemic situation last year in my own organization and outside I extended my uh, coaching to uh, voluntarily if anybody who was looking for uh, coaching or wanted to speak out wanted to think and career was one of the major uh, question mark for people because the industries were going down and people lost their jobs and there was psychological pressure that will I have my job etc or not yeah yeah And within seven to eight months, I started sometime in April until December, I coached 35 individuals over 120 hours beyond my regular work to really help them uh, and anchor their life uh, to move forward. So one of my clients... amazing guy brilliant he's very good at his work his personality is charismatic he's very powerful presence he has etc and uh, during the conversation uh, we were just discussing and something came out that something happened uh, in around 12 years ago when he was working overseas and he had this He has been put down, uh, verbally abused by uh, one of the stakeholder or or some supervisor, somebody Mm. publicly. And that humiliation he underwent changed his character. Mm. So the way he, he was a very nice and progressive cooperative guy, but... Because of that incident, he became very aggressive. He became like, I am demonstrating what he has done, very result-oriented, less emotional exhibits. But, and he did it for last 12 years. Mm. And he continued to do that 
till that conversation i had till that session i had with him mm-hmm. and we dig down and try to understand why it happened etc and yeah. my simple question was is it coming to you naturally and why do you need to continue to be like that so question, first answer uh, question answers to his first question was this is not natural me he's a very emotional person Mm. he connects very well with people on an emotional level but he created the shell in around him yeah uh, for that reason i said but yeah. that was 10 12 years ago how is it serving you he said mm. no but i don't know what to do mm. then i applied that simple technique yeah. of nlp and immediately after that it changed he mm. felt so light the same incident which happened is not bothering him anymore it is not pinching it's not heavy on him he's feeling mm. lighter and he told me stuti i am feeling like i have broken the chain yeah yeah and now i am flying freely in the sky yeah i remember one of the session uh, you took with me and uh, i experienced nlp and uh, i still remember the observer part the way you have to observe yourself and uh, what you're doing the way you are communicating with yourself and it just got me present with the way i communicate with myself and i i i still cannot forget that uh, you know the session we had together so it was really very very um, introspection i think a uh, deep introspection which was there and it was really like i have to do something yeah. about it i can't be just uh, talking to myself the way i am you know so yeah i get what you're trying to convey i would uh, like to say uh, you know i think uh, as females especially the kind of uh, society we are in and uh, especially the indian culture is very different and the way i think females are treated or they are treating themselves or the way we take whatever is coming our way is very different and uh, kind of uh, uh, it kind of uh, deviates the purpose of their own life and it is more of family oriented it's more of uh, mother wife certain angles to that or a daughter it doesn't become about the person it becomes about someone's wife and it just uh, kind of just revolves around it so how uh, you know such kind of a coaching can really uh, you know give a direction to their life or add more meaning to someone's life who is really fi- trying to do something in their life wow this is something uh, so mystic uh, and so interesting because uh, this week i have been into a webinar with dr paul brown uh, he's a famous writer he has written some wonderful books and uh, he was sharing and this is a constant struggle in the corporate as well uh, when we are trying to raise the women leadership at the senior level and almost all the organizations are struggling that we do have uh, lots of female workforce in the junior level and up to let's say seven mm-hmm. years career etc and there is a break it's been a pattern and then the supply is broken so uh, at the senior level you find very limited uh, female leaders and even yeah. if we need to look at inspiration that who are those fem- famous uh, women leaders there are very few and especially in banking so you may have seen like banking as a profession mostly it's all about men yeah right very very few female uh, bankers or leaders uh, would be there and then uh, standard chartered has been reflecting it uh, quite a bit though we we have a great push for diversity and inclusion and women leadership etc and so this webinar particularly uh, dr Pro- paul brown was uh, mentioning and i'm just paraphrasing i really mm-hmm. like this this line what he said was because of the natural nature of women who are very cooperative and uh, adjusting they given to the rules created by men for men mm-hmm. so wow. something so, which possibly yeah. has been created to 
serve the men the responsibility yeah. of a man i'm um, not all of them but i would say in general man is expected to work and women is expected to uh, to take care of the house and all that uh, but then the rules have not been changed to accommodate this workforce who yeah. additionally are taking more responsibility at the home front as well yeah. as at the work front Yeah. So now some of the organizations have started thinking about it they are introducing your flexi workforce your flexi hours flexi days and um, initiatives like which is bringing back the women who have taken breaks for certain reason for child care for elderly care or taken a break uh, etc in general to promote yeah. by diversity overall in the research even in world economic forum research which is uh, published in 2018 and 19 there is a massive demand for workshop workforce and we don't have it why mm. we don't have it because even uh, the workforce which is available with women who are like educated they have experience they have professional capability they bring in such an energy and experience but they are for some reason they are not coming back to the workforce yeah so what i do in my capacity is i engage with them in coaching and i coach them and build their confidence they may see that the industry or the uh, the the workforce have gone or technological advancement has happened so much that they are left behind yeah. so that really pulls down that that uh, confidence level yeah. so i work with many of my clients on rebuilding their confidence identifying what their strengths are identifying what is their trans uh, um, what do you call it transitional skills mm-hmm. and their experience and regain and present themselves mm-hmm. so even a Uh, you you still continue to have that 10 years of experience which you are carrying or 5 years of experience which you are carrying and during that gap you mm. have accumulated if not your professional experience but other kind of experience yeah which absolutely. is which you can leverage on yeah 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 wow that's very important i think uh, the first uh, i think a step is that the female has to realize that they can do it you know then the nlp can work for them i mean especially for our listeners if there is someone who is seeking something like this so yeah uh, to uh, to more uh, in detail i would like to know that um, you know there is a there is a challenge of uh, being a ambitious girl you know you can't be outspoken that you are an ambitious person especially if you are a girl you know it's not you have to be a family person you have to be uh, maybe a social or maybe a little shy or whatever uh, that could be but uh, ambition or uh, being more driven to career is a challenge and uh, in in that sense that it breaks your confidence when your uh, family itself is not in align with it is there a way the coaching can help such students or such girls especially you know how it can be anything sure, on that sure. yeah that's a great question and uh, and last year during pandemic itself i started uh, focusing more on student uh segment or or students hmm. for with the long term view that uh it's based on strengths so basically what is it that you like doing if you build your career or your education based on what you what you are really good at okay what you're identifying first of all what your innate talents are hmm. what is your skill and hmm. what is your interest and finding out where do you see yourself like working for 40 years of your life assuming that people will continue now everybody is all about how do i take retirement early retirement i don't want to work for exactly. 40 years but yeah. but if the work is interesting if that is satisfying and it is aligned to your strength and it gives you progression you would work till till as many years you can yeah. okay and yeah. that has to be identified at the very early stage even from starting let's say class 8th middle school itself yeah, yeah and that's where i am working with another uh, organization um in a 
in providing career mentoring mm. to the student and mm. it is education or it is discussion or uh, increasing the awareness uh, to the student as well as their parents because yeah. parents are also struggling to understand where the strength lies and how do they uh, how do we shape up mm. their career and i am specializing in building a girl child sustainable career so yeah. that's what my uh, area of interest and passion that i really want to look at um, career and education from the perspective of the strength skill and interest and sustainability that because of the natural flow of life there will be breaks yeah uh, even if you get married or you don't want to work or you want to support your parents or because of uh, taking care of children etc there will be breaks but it doesn't mean that you give up your career yeah or you have to compromise mm. then what are those things we need to keep in mind and what are those line what is the research we need to do mm. to make it a sustainable career sustainable progressive career for girl yeah. child yeah absolutely wow that's so very there is very nothing required. wrong <laughs> nothing wrong in being ambitious being ambitious myself mm. but very important thing is at different uh at different stages of your life you may need to prioritize but do not give up yeah. on who you are and i have experiences myself that working for almost 12 years i took a break because my husband moved to australia mm. and i had no job and that time uh, it was hit as identity crisis so uh for me financial independence my mm. own substance and what i am what value i create and this constant need of um, of uh, creating value or occupying myself for something constructive is let's say my personality and few things were missing yeah of course <laughs> realize that it yeah. it just uh, i i lost my self confidence in mm. in in a very short span of time and it took a lot of effort to regain that yeah and so that was my hardest um experience life experience mm. then that kind of changed my thought process in terms of how do i build sustainability sustainable career uh, sustainable fulfillment and progression in my own life yeah. so after that i had a baby i mm. she's now four and a half years i took maternity break then i rejoined the workforce but then uh, it was a fuel to constantly looking forward like where do i find the value where do i create most value where am i contributing what is mm. it that is making uh my life worthwhile yeah so to all the women out there who have taken breaks who are always thinking uh, not being ambitious or uh, can i realize oh my god i have to raise my children on whatever and i think things have changed times have changed quite a lot there is much more flexibility and mm. there is a great requirement for this work so these talents and skills in the industry to grow a nation to grow the economy as well yeah. and i strongly suggest do not ignore being a woman whatever yeah. stages you are do not ignore your uh, importance to financial independence uh, independent health taking care of your health physical health as well as your mental health at mm. the same time relationships so yeah. everything has to go hand in hand so like all these physical health mental health um financial Emotion. health career emotion relationship these are all your spokes yeah if anything is short you can't move forward you can't ride your bicycle Yeah. So everything needs to find a balance for you to move forward and uh, and really make it a fulfilling life. And I believe everybody has the power and the potential to do it. They can yeah. do it. 
Wow. Yeah, definitely. Wonderful. I think uh, that's a, a very valid point because I think uh, the once the, uh, the the you identify it, I think it uh, it changes the game and it changes the life itself. And you don't see yourself as the same person maybe you were seeing a moment or a second ago maybe. So, uh, since we are talking about strengths and uh, you know completely talking about focusing them and making them something constructive, uh, I see uh, you know the especially in IT at, because I'm an IT person at the moment. I see the uh, the people have a lot of caliber. You know, like they they can uh, turn. Of course, the company is uh, standing because of the good employees, right? Somewhere there are few good employees who are ten percent or maybe twenty percent of the hundred percent, but it they are there and they are six, they are giving their sixteen hours or maybe more than that in a day. So uh, and but they are somewhere not feeling aligned with what they are doing in their life. How um, you know? How can a coaching help in that sense? a very interesting question and wonderful <laughs> um, i think it's a it's a very appropriate question that you have asked that many people uh, would say um, that uh, why do i need to work like the salaries and there are different analysis which is being given that yeah so if definitely if you are in a job that's fine nothing wrong with job if you are uh, doing a business it's fine if you want to do a startup it's fine if you want to be an entrepreneur it's perfectly fine if you want to be a housewife it's fine if if you want to take care of men and want to take care of house it's perfectly all right yeah but then what's your goal so it's very important to define what your goals are what is so what makes you happy mm. what makes one happy is very unique to you yeah what makes me happy is very unique to me yeah. so even two people having the same strength let's say you are creative and i am creative but you will exhibit your creativity let's say in sketching and drawing and whatever and i may uh, i may um, cre- i may exhibit my creativity in l- writing lyrics or composing music yeah so even for two identical strength it will work differently for different people and yeah. i strongly believe yeah the philosophies and philosopher they'll say everybody has unlimited potential mm-hmm. but i would like to add everybody has unique talent or unique strength so your unlimited potential needs to connect with your unique strength and talent to wow. become your best wow that's so deep so yeah. till if you if you if you are working in a company in an organization you are doing your best and uh, what you are getting in return um, you are happy with please do it by all means Mm. and continue to do that it's important is to understand that uh where am i going in the long term yeah is this what i want is this my living okay yeah. and more and more people are getting rid of or corporates and organization are getting rid of this bell curve of 10% 25% 50% etc and all that uh, they are just getting away because uh workforce are becoming more agile and uh, little more feedback and and all these performances curves etc they put people in the bucket yeah and it kind of suppresses people to becoming their best and compartmentalize and yeah. um, and uh, when i started with gallup strength finder one thing which really really uh, Uh, i feel very strongly about is uh, the 80 80 20 ratio so is the philosophy say is that if you put 80% of effort in managing your weakness or your lesser strength your performance will increase by 20% but if you put 20% extra effort on your strength your mm. performance or your efficiency will increase by 80% okay so okay. the question to us uh if for example simple example i was bad at maths let's say okay mm. i was bad at maths and i'm like my parents and everybody say you are scoring bad in mathematics 
you need to study more and i spent like 8 hours studying and my marks went like 10% or 20% yeah But rather than that if i ma- bring my maths to a manageable level but put my efforts into where my strengths are which is more towards literature languages creativity uh i, I always had even with little extra effort i always had distinction in those areas yeah. so as a parents also we need to understand that where my child's strength is where my child's uh, talents are yeah and i experienced yeah. this with my daughter uh, though she is very small but i am still learning from her is uh, she is a good orator she mm. speaks well she can build up uh, stories she builds up like uh, creativity and verbalizes yeah. it pretty well for uh, a strength finder so first of mm. all you need to uh know your own strength how does it play for you uh and i'm not doing the branding and promotion for gallup <laughs> definitely <laughs> but this is something is uh, my uh go to book why when i am feeling low i look at my strength and say uh, and it just immediately makes me feel good about myself yeah. it gives me avenues how do i need to focus and leverage on that strength in any circumstances so i have mm. used strengths not only in my professional life but in my personal life as well and mm. working with the people and as well as me and my husband <laughs> Yeah. So he both of us is strength finder. I have a set of strength. He has a set of strength. So working as husband and wife, how can we leverage on each other's strengths? Yeah. Has yeah. come out of this. So practical use of this. So I always go back and I do recommend this for especially people uh, or leaders who have teams. So this book talks about uh a particular strengths or set of strength how do you uh, bring out the best from the other individual wow. how That's... to guide them how to leverage them what are the opportunities to give them how to uh, appreciate them recognize them what they are looking for and how you can really uh, identify and create a very efficient and very energetic talented team wow Sure. and if you want to be that leader who can who who's like so every individual is like a gem and mm. it needs a uh, a person who recognizes it yeah so yeah. if you want to be that gem dealer <laughs> this Then might make you just the one <laughs> wonderful nice that's a nice one <laughs> ऑब्जर्वेशन Why do I say only observation is precisely for the reason they were all life experiences yeah. and all those experiences are the ones which defined your personality which defined uh, uh they have taught you a great lesson a great yeah. life lesson because that mm. you need to and yeah. in nlp all those life experiences are strengthening your gut feeling right so what should yeah. you do what you should not do and why you shouldn't do it etc yeah et yeah but uh, i think the, uh, what i'm going to share today what i would like to share uh, more of the observation yeah one is that uh, as i spoke about the education system so yeah. i wish our uh, education system to be more focused on identifying the uniqueness in each child and channel their energy and talent into the right direction wow. uh, so and and not let them be part of the rat race to develop this yeah. assembly line workers or factory workers or uh, 
you know, you've got to go for engineering, you have to give the AI, yeah, yeah. And most of the time, it's like you will follow through uh, what your friends are doing. So if your friend is going in commerce, you will take commerce because it's commerce doesn't, it's not important. The, The partnership or the relationship continuity of that friend and that bond is more important at that point of time absolutely so that's why early stages is for, for for students as well as for parents it's important to identify that mm. and build on it and one of the other thing uh, which is about the scoring again mm. the school is like uh, holier you study and then you are first second or third always there is a target of of uh, Top three or yeah, top five, yeah, and and all that, and that creates automatic competition in children, uh, and um, and it needs to be realistic. Uh, some of the schools have removed it, but then corporates are now also struggling. Say uh, when a very new generation is not able to take negative feedback. Mm-hmm. because they have been told like they are special and uh, all the flowery thing and all you need to be realistic as well that okay but looking it forward uh, and everybody cannot be winner or if there is only one place yeah but then what it does is um, this competitive this thing uh, behavior and uh, it's it's very difficult because on the yeah. top one two three you are alone mm-hmm. okay and in corporates in real time i'm i'm saying now corporates are struggling uh, to get a different kind of leaders they dem- they are now requiring different kind of leaders yeah. who are more inclusive mm. and who are more accommodative okay yeah, yeah. and uh, they are struggling to build this because of the education system where the sole focus is either you are on top or not okay hmm. and in and and you uh, at the corporate you are wishing or you want leaders to be more inclusive and hmm. you want leaders to be more inspiring hmm. so that means that uh, you want to find out the uniqueness in everyone Mm. and how do you channel it for the common goal of your team your business or your organization yeah. and that's a real conflict yeah yeah so I'd... recently recently i would like to share this one example mm. uh recently i have read it mm. that uh, there was a group of children and group of uh, children they were playing musical chair and they were removing like normal uh, musical chair they were removing one 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 uh, mm. music, uh the, chair, the chair and yeah and and one by one all the children were going out with sad faces and at the end only one was left okay and what it did the deduction formula what it did was there was one happy child and nine unhappy children on contrary there wow. is a, another way of playing musical chair which is apparently in japan where uh, same musical chair but then the uh, the condition is by the end the when the music stops everybody should be sitting otherwise the whole all the 10 are out so they are still removing the one 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 chair but The, all the children are making an effort to sit on each other's lap or wherever they could find the, the two children are giving legs to make other person sit on the chair wow. and at the end of it there's one guy who's sitting on the chair and that's nine of them yeah okay yeah every, that's a very very deep uh, uh, important point which you have highlighted with this yeah rather than deducting formula it's more collective formula yeah and a lot of collaboration yeah a lot of collaboration that is what is needed in any unit be it a family or business or corporates or organization and Absolutely. that was very interesting to me yes yeah wow no definitely 
definitely i hope uh, this uh, this there would be a, a revolution because right now we all are collectively 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 i'm sorry <laughs> we are all stuck home it doesn't matter you are from china japan or usa we are all home we are all home yeah. Yeah absolutely you you raised a very right point like uh, we uh, there are no boundaries in the world there is no boundaries in any country because because we are so interdependent on each other there's something happening in one country how it impacts the entire ecosystem of the world yeah. so we yeah. have come far and just thinking about our own interest yeah uh, not going to hurt Yeah. Work. <laughs> absolutely all right so towards the end i love this question is uh, five blessings which you would say that you are what you are today that made you like you can count five. them any day yeah five blessings hmm. uh that has turned around my life 180 degrees so that is that is one so having the right mentor uh, and philosophy as a pillar of your life that's yes. really important and i'm blessed with that for last 19 years so wow. great great uh, great credit to that second thing is my family obviously including my husband has been a great support uh, uh from the beginning itself so uh, mm-hmm. we have been knowing each other for 20 years so from a friend to a husband uh, i mm. think he is still the pillar of uh, one of the pillar of, of of my life yeah. and another blessing is being able to clearly find your passion that mm. what you're going to do in your life yeah. is i have found it uh, later if not sooner but i am really energized by that and i am working all my efforts to uh, bring it to everybody who needs it absolutely so that's one and uh, in today's circumstances i think being safe and sane yeah absolutely so that's being like healthy as well as mentally sane yeah definitely strong Yeah, uh, I think these are the few things I would I would kind yeah. of on. And, yeah, and, one more is left. I have made with people. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, the connection which I'm able to make with people, help them, connect with them, any point of time. I think mm. people are the ones who sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So people can definitely reach out to you on Instagram. and i think uh, on uh, linkedin as well if they want to and maybe you can help them in the, in case uh, you know they can go ahead with the coaching and everything so yeah definitely absolutely so, absolutely yeah wonderful all the very best and uh, wish you good luck with the uh, energy studio thank you thank you so-